Hey, it's Drex from This Week Health Cyber and Risk Community, and I want to invite you to our next webinar. It's going to focus on what else? Defending health data. I'll be chatting with experts from Rubrik and Microsoft. Register right now at thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. That's all one string, R-U-B-R-I-K webinar, thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. See you online soon. Today in health IT, what I learned at the Chimefall Forum. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders, Gordian Dynamics, Quill Health, Taucite, Nuance, Canon Medical, and Current Health. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. All right, it's late on Wednesday night. I just got back to the studio and the Chimefall Forum was a huge success, I would say. The feedback from almost everybody I talked to, both on the on the uh, provider side and on the partner side, on the foundation side, were really excited about the energy that was there, the conversations that were happening. Uh, a couple of things they did is they shortened the focus groups and they shortened them down to an hour and they were they were focused focused focus groups and the dialogue was fantastic the the back and forth was fantastic and so that was really well received in addition the track sessions were pretty well thought out and some really great presentations good presenters and talks and so all the feedback i got now a lot of this is secondhand for me, right? I wasn't in the focus groups. I wasn't in the track sessions. I did 29 interviews, which you will be hearing on This Week Health community channel. So if you want to hear those interviews in action that we do with each one of the healthcare leaders at the conference, go ahead over and subscribe to This Week Health community and start listening to them over there. It's the green one. If you search for This Week Health on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, on Spotify, you search for This Week Health, you're going to see three. You're going to see conference, you're going to see newsroom, which is this one, and you're going to see uh, community. And on the community channel, you're going to have the interviews in action from the fall conferences. So I want you to check those out. So anyway, the so the secondhand information, those were great. The the keynotes were very good. Now, I, I uh, saw one of the keynotes. I talked to people about the other keynote. And the other keynote will happen tomorrow morning. So I can't really comment on that one to date. I will say it was pretty well attended. The uh, conversations, again, and the hallway conversations, which I think is some of the most valuable stuff going on, were happening all over the place. It was great to see people going back and forth. Let me give you a little idea of the dialogue. I heard three primary challenges and problems that health system leaders are being asked to address. Okay, so the first is financial pressure. No surprise, everyone know that, knows that that's going on. So there's financial pressure in the healthcare provider space. Then you have physician burnout, clinician dissatisfaction, and just staff shortages across the board, right? So again, not a surprise that that's going on. And then the, the third one, obviously, is cybersecurity. And those conversations are going on as well to try to make sure that you aren't the next organization that gets talked about or that gets written up or has an outage. It's not really about reputation. It's more about 
the disruption to the delivery of care and the care to your community. But at the end of the day, that is a very important topic that's going on. A lot of different approaches to how people are addressing those various challenges. There's just some straight up health systems that are going, look, 6% cut, 4% cut, 8% cut, whatever it is. And so the age old challenge of uh, doing more with less, doing more creatively, rethinking the the workflow, rethinking the clinical workflow. Are we collecting the right information? Do we have to collect all this information? How are we collecting this information? It's reducing the burden from the clinicians, restoring the joy of medicine to the clinicians. They got into medicine for a reason and we want to restore their practice of medicine and really unlock that joy. The uh, CIOs are right in the thick of it. They are seated at the table, talking to the boards, having those kinds of conversations. They're being asked what it looks like to leverage the existing systems. It's, that's one of the recurring strategies. You know, whatever your EHR is, you know, we're going to use that. We're going to use that to its fullest. But that's not the only platform we're looking at. We're looking at ERP systems, uh, a bunch of workday conversations, a bunch of ServiceNow conversations. We, we have these tools that we've invested in. We know that they can do a lot of different things. And if we do them correctly, we can actually rationalize a fair number of additional applications out of the system. We're hearing governance get tighter and be more focused. And under we're, we're finally educating the organization on the cost, the overall cost of adding additional applications. That one, one additional siloed application to meet a specific need in the health system that has significant cost, And so we finally, it feels to me like in a majority of cases, we've gotten to the point where we've educated the organization. They understand that additional cost and they're working very hard to utilize the systems that they have internally. So that's, that's a big push. Obviously, if you have financial challenges, you got to push application rationalization. You have to look at your architecture and you know, hopefully your architecture isn't way out of date. If it's way out of date, you've got you've got serious problems and you're going to have to tap into capital in order to take care of that problem. But if it's not way out of date, some of the things people are doing is they are really turning hardware into software. They are creating workflow and they're creating automation around that, both on the IT operation side, the uh, DevOps side, and also on the uh, security operation side. So DevSecOps essentially is what we're talking about there. So I heard a bunch of those conversations. It's interesting because there still are great conversations having happening around the experience, both on the clinician side, but specifically, I would say the consumer side. I was really encouraged with the number of organizations that are being creative. They are not just relying on the the standard portal that comes with the EHR. And they're really thinking through what kind of experience do they want to deliver in their community? And how do they integrate that experience from a Google search all the way down to a physical visit, virtual visit, follow-up visit, communication, education, you name it, all the way across the board. And I love that conversation because I think that is one of the steps that we need to make. We need to step into that that consumer realm and say, how can we deliver a better overall experience to the consumer? I think that is one of the things that's going to help to keep us ahead of these new entrants that are coming into the market. 
Health systems are still the trusted source of health in the community. And the only way you're going to give that up is if you allow others to step in between you and the customer. And how that's going to happen is if we do not at, at every turn consider the uh, convenience factor, the way that the consumers want to engage health, the way that they are engaging health today, where they're not coming to us as healthcare providers, but they are going to third parties. And they're going to third parties for you know things like nutrition, for exercise, for those kinds of things. And more and more, we've got to figure out how are we going to integrate into their entire life, more touch points for the health system and more opportunities to become that trusted partner so that when they do need us, it is integrated into their uh, thought process. It's integrated into their, into their, into the consumer workflow, if you will, that they think, oh, this is something I should call my physician. This is something I should call my healthcare provider for, or this is something I should consult my portal for because that's where I find my health information. So more and more, again, I was encouraged to hear some of those conversations. And again, overall, a great conference. Russ and the team did a good job and really appreciated today, all the stuff for charity and education and a uh, great tribute for Ed Kapetsky, great tribute for Tim Stedheimer as well. Both have contributed greatly to chime into the community and uh, well-deserved accolades for them. So really appreciate, appreciate chime, you know, doing that, stepping out and giving those kind of accolades to the people who have contributed so much to the organization and to our community. All right, that's all for today. If you know of someone that might benefit from our channel, please forward them a note. They can subscribe on our website, thisweekhealth.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, Overcast, Spotify, Stitcher. You get the picture. We are everywhere. We want to thank our channel sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders, Gordian Dynamics, Quill Health, Tausite, Nuance, Canon Medical, and Current Health. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.